Hello, Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage. Today, we have Lee Perry and David Hammond, both from the Department of Public Works. Lee is the Division Director for Maintenance, and Dave is the City's Fleet Manager. In today's episode, we're talking about Burlington's fleet, essentially the 345 vehicles that both Lee and Dave oversee, including the good, the bad, and the ugly about transitioning to electric. Lee and Dave, it's great to have you here. Thanks for having us. So really, you're in the thick of our transition away from fossil fuels in the transportation, ground transportation sector, as as city folks who have this mission to electrify to the extent possible. Can we start by just getting a an overview of what our fleet looks like today in terms of what we've got? Sure. So our fleet, entire fleet, is made up of, oh, 345-wheeled vehicles. This includes mowers, dump trucks, plow trucks, um, admin vehicles, pickup trucks, one-tons, various pieces of heavy equipment. So a lot to maintain, operate. You know, it's not so simple, sort of cars, 354, 45 cars. They're- yeah, that's... That's vehicles, you know, on top of that, you round it up to 400 pieces or assets, including, you know, various pumps and generators, anything, you know, eventually it's going to come through fleet maintenance and they're going to put hands on it, whether it's maintenance or just a a checkup throughout the, the year. Yes, so I know in addition to keeping everything up and inventorying everything, making sure things run smoothly, you're also working to transition to the extent possible some of those vehicles to electric. What do we have on deck now from an electric standpoint? So total fleet, DPW, we have about 7% of our fleet is electric. Um, And as I've stated, that includes electric commercial lawnmowers. Uh, We purchased a fully electric Zamboni for Letty Ice Rink. We have an electric forklift at Fleet Maintenance. We have multiple admin type vehicles that are electric. Um, So yeah, we've been doing our part to try to transition. Would we like to get other bigger pieces of equipment uh, transferred over to electric? Yes, but unfortunately some of those options aren't available to us right now. We've looked at fully electric recycling trucks, but they just aren't built on the platform that we need. Um, They're mostly your traditional rear load uh, garbage truck style where we need a specific side load, drive from the right side version of that truck to to work for our program. But cars, it sounds like you've got some traditional vehicles that are are electric. Yes, and even those are taking time, Um, you know, supply, demand. A lot of the chips they use, um, it's taking a while, as you know, like you mentioned, your bucket truck is around three years out on a build. We're finding that with not only conventional gas and diesel vehicles, but with electric as well. We've been waiting on an F-150 Lightning for, I think, two years now, Dave. What have we been able to tr- transition out in terms of internal combustion engine, four-wheel sort of car vehicles? So a lot of... A lot of them have been the mowers that parks use, the big commercial mowers. 
Ford Focus type vehicles, those smaller admin cars. So right now, is it what we call sort of trickle charge? How is the how is the bolt being charged up? Okay, so you're plugging it in at night, essentially. It's on a level one charger. It's on a level one charger. Okay, hey Dave, maybe I can transition over to you and ask you a little bit about um, sort of operation and maintenance. So. We know that, generally speaking, it might be more expensive to buy electric, but once you start talking about the overall cost, the life of that vehicle, including the gas and what it takes to maintain, can you talk a little bit about what's happening in that front? Unfortunately, we haven't had these long enough to really get a good number, but as far as maintenance, it's much quicker because we don't have to do any oil changes or anything like that. Um, but as far as we still have the same maintenance intervals, just so we can keep seeing these vehicles in and out and make sure that they're not getting beyond their service life for their brakes and worn out suspension. Yeah, that's interesting. So maybe the lesson is, at least for the homeowners that are listening, if you're driving a lot, this is where you really start seeing the difference between the operation and maintenance costs for EV versus the ICE or internal combustion engine vehicle. Correct. Yeah. If you're putting on 12,000 miles or more a year, you're going to definitely see a lot more savings. Right. Where a lot of the vehicles we swapped out, you were doing one oil change a year just because it's right. we do them yearly versus miles if it's that minimally used. Can you talk about staff? Yeah. So staffing, I haven't heard the mower side of things. I've heard a lot of good feedback because they're very quiet. You don't have the engine screaming behind you. Um, that has had very good feedback. Uh, the majority of our Chevy Bolts, unfortunately, we just received five in, and within like the last month or so, they've been piloted, so not a ton of time for feedback. But as far as operational goes, I don't see why they why there would be any issues. Right. I mean, the pickup is so amazing. Just Yes. They're actually like the... The EVs we've driven are actually pretty fun vehicles. I think there was some concern that the mower wasn't going to have the juice or the chutzpah needed to, to get through the work that's required at parks, but it doesn't sound like that's the case. No, it, it, it seems like it's working fine for them. You know, we'd like to get more mowers implemented, but depending on where it's mowed, you know, we've found that, um, you know, some of these larger slopes um, that they have to mow with smaller like walk-behind type electric mowers, it it's became a safety issue because you're more or less manually steering this mower rather than using some type of braking system to turn it. Yeah, so where is the, the electric mower then? Sort of big, flat, open spaces. Yeah, so we have um, the zero-turn style mowers down at the waterfront. They are using them at some of the parks. They do. They are able to use some at the cemeteries. What do you see the future being for for you and your shop? Well, we have, as far as replacement goes, you know, Dave has it forecasted out, you know, throughout 2030, 2050, you know. But, you know, we replace, you know, pickup trucks every five years. We replace dump trucks every 10 years and fire trucks, you know, similar. So whatever's forecasted to come up for a change or replacement in that fiscal year, we look to see, okay, we got a dump truck. We know there's nothing out there for that. But if we get, you know, we got mowers, we have, you know, admin vehicles, you know, or we, like we did with the Zamboni, and we we looked at, uh, you know, electric options for that. We found one. So, yeah, it really depends on what's what's being replaced that year and what options are out there. 
Um, and can we just ask about the Zamboni? I am curious about how that's going. Uh, same thing as electric mower. There were some hiccups to begin with. There were some charging issues, but that was more on the charger itself had some issues because it was a smart charger. It's a lithium battery. So with those, it's, it starts off strong, kind of depending where the battery level is at, it's depending how much amperage it's going to get. That had some hiccups. I think that's been ironed out. And uh, but as far as operation goes, it's been great. Well, Lee Perry, the DPW Division Director for Maintenance, and Dave Hammond, Fleet Manager, DPW, so appreciate your time, so appreciate your service to the city and all that you do to keep things running smoothly. Thanks okay. for having us. Thank you. Thanks for having us over. Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast or what BED offers regarding incentives, rebates, or technological support, look for us at burlingtonelectric.com or call us at 802-865-7300. You can also follow us on Facebook. We're always here to help and look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy. Mm -hmm.